0: top aides privately apologized to democrat lawmakers for withholding the state's nursing home death toll from covid 19 and again what she said is there are too many similarities between what happened oh, not, sorry not that's not, not what she said this is uh senator jim Roonstad in michigan there are too many similarities between what happened in new york and what's happened here in michigan not to open an investigation the families who lost loved ones deserve to know what happened and to get justice uh yeah now that's michigan state senator again jim Roonestad. The reason it's the same, now, I always have to remind everybody, go back to the beginning of the pandemic, all right? So just, you know, we're sitting in February, March, looking at that that time right there, right? It was right about that time we started to see that she didn't really know what she was going to do when it came to the pandemic. And as the lockdown started happening and everything else, we started to see pretty, pretty quickly and over her head, right? And for those of you who don't acknowledge that, your gaslighting is not doing you any favors here. And I don't hold it against her that she didn't really know what she was doing and that she was in over her head. First of all, I've said that about everybody. We have not dealt with a pandemic in our lifetime. Just, just that, except for like the two of you who are still alive during the Spanish flu thing. But we have not dealt with a pandemic like this, okay? So everybody's kind of learning on the job. But she was also learning how to be a governor, And instead of relying on people with that bureaucratic know-how, she tried to do everything herself and she didn't know what she was doing. So then she started blaming Trump for not getting aid packages and supplies and things of that nature from Trump. And Trump had to point out she never filled out the requests to get them. I can't just send things to the states without them actually filling out the FEMA requests. And she hadn't filled out the paperwork. Now, this is a problem that people in South Bend are very familiar with because South Bend government loves to say that something is going to happen and then forgets to file the paperwork. That is something that happens in South Bend all the time. But for those of you in Michigan, this was the beginning of the pandemic. We, we kind of talked about it. she was doing everything she could to throw Trump under the bus. But in fact, it was her. She wasn't doing what she was supposed to do. And it's because she didn't know she had to do it. Now, it was right about that time when it got exposed and she had a couple of really big scandals show up uh right about that time we started to realize she just looked to cuomo and she was copying everything that governor cuomo was doing which is why michigan state senator jim runestad and i'm sure that he's aware of this which is why what happened in michigan looks so similar to what happened in new york it is because she literally copied cuomo but then things quickly got out of hand. And in many cases, became what most people assume worse in Michigan. She started taking young sick people and putting young sick people in nursing homes too. Start running into some real issues there. At a time when we knew how dangerous the virus was to our seniors, the Whitmer administration ignored advice from medical experts. True, and the nursing home industry. True, and put COVID patients into nursing homes with their most vulnerable people. True. She even got called out on this by the Democrat. I should say members of the Democratic Party. As far as I know, the Michigan Democratic Party never officially chastised her. Whitmer and Cuomo both exposed nursing home residents to COVID-19. True. Columnist for the Detroit Free Press has also called for an investigation into the nursing home tragedy. More than 5,500 deaths due to COVID are attributed to residents of long facilities. That is a number that most people assume is lowballed quite a bit. So you've got an award-winning journalist now suing for access to that data after Michigan is denied access to that data for everybody, the public, the federal government, that sort of stuff. They're actively hiding it. So a journalist has now filed a lawsuit in order to get access to that data. You've got state senators in Michigan finally doing their job, trying what they can to get access to that data. But again, I come back to this very basic point because I know so many of you whitler fanboys and girls out there she can do no wrong after all politico said nobody in lansing doesn't like her what what is the legitimate reason that she would withhold that data from not just the public when all of the other data is publicly available but what is a legitimate reason that she would withhold that from federal government even now under biden from federal government from state government and from the media What is the reason that she would want to withhold that data other than it's going to blow back on her and not be very good for her? Like I said, just put your your stupid tribalism aside for just a second, okay? Take off the Democrat hat for just a second. Whatever mental gymnastics you have to do in your own head to convince yourself that Gretchen Whitmer did nothing wrong, stop it right now and just question if it's not a big deal nothing wrong why has she been actively hiding it for months more coming up 95.3 mnc and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel once again i'm your host casey hendrickson Alright, so what do we got here? Uh speaking of bad governors, we have to talk about Cuomo, right? Made mention of Cuomo. Cuomo has the, the weirdest defense strategy. Who was it recently? It was one of the um it was one of the celebrities during the Me Too movement that made one of the dumbest moves ever. I can't remember who it was, but I remember doing the story and going, Why would you release a statement? corroborating the allegations against you now i mean for the record i'm glad that they got what they deserved, but it's it was the same time it was like why why would you do that? you've been accused of something you've denied it but then you just issue a statement basically saying well if i if i did it you know I, i'm sorry it just didn't make any sense but I, one of the celebrities who was being accused during me too did that and i remember doing a whole bit about how how ridiculous and how bad that person's publicist was um, so anyway Cuomo, right? Not only does he have the nursing home death thing to, to contend with, and there's a really good article in Newsbusters with a timeline of all of this. And a lot of folks who are just kind of tuning in, you know, to real news like this are just starting to figure out, oh, wait a minute, hold on a second. Um, there is a whole history here other than what just happened. And they they keep forgetting that he's already been caught lying about nursing home deaths going back to the middle of summer, right? So this is not anything new. It's not like it came out of left field. We've got statements from Cuomo misdirecting people and misleading people about nursing homes and COVID policy in New York. And, I, you know, again, part of – part of look, his ego. Okay, he's not a bright guy. Andrew Cuomo is uh, – I, I don't know that I would ca- categorize him as an idiot, but he's not bright. And I think he's slightly smarter than his brother, who is clearly dumb. Beyond that, okay, so you're just saying that because you disagree with their politics. No, I've listened to both of them talk, or in this case, I've listened to both of them conversate for more than five minutes, and it's pretty clear at that point in time what you're dealing with, but they're influential because of their family history and the ties to the mob and all that stuff, but I digress. So Andrew Cuomo released a statement, right, after denying all of these, these sexual harassment allegations The guy releases a statement apologizing for his behavior, okay? Saying that he didn't mean for any of that to come out that way. So basically what you're saying is you're admitting your guilt. But he also confirmed the woman's timeline. What are you doing? He confirmed the woman's timeline. Okay, one of my live streams is like, no, Casey, he is an idiot. The fact that he confirmed her timeline, I suppose, confirms that he is an idiot. I think that's fair. This guy, this guy, <laughs> he, he confirmed her timeline. And then he tried to say, well, you know, we were never alone. Look, here's here's proof. When we were on the plane, we were never alone. She never said you were. She never made the claim that you were alone at all. And this guy is trying to do strip poker with her and inappropriate touching and that sort of stuff. I mean, it's just, it's bizarre that his defense is essentially to confirm what she was saying or at least the time frame that she was laying this all out was accurate It's just a a bizarre way to defend yourself with this scenario uh but you got multiple accusers now and you've also got witnesses that were not victims who are standing by what they're saying so it's been long rumored that he was a um well a person who conducted himself that way and I don't think that anybody is really super surprised by that. Even AOC is like, yeah, we should probably throw him out of office. Now, AOC sees him as a political rival. FYI, a lot of people are like, why is AOC doing this? She sees him as a political rival. So AOC wants him gone. She wants her competition removed because AOC is a good little Marxist, and Marxists don't like competition. They hate it. So if they can kill off the competition or you know, figuratively assassinate their political careers, then she will do so in order to protect her own. And she is trying to position herself for various other races, and the Cuomo's are a. Uh, well, in particular, Andrew Cuomo is a impediment to that. So it's it's just if you haven't read, it, I'll put it in the Daily Show prep. You have you have to read his statement. It is just amazing that you would release a statement going, you know, I I, I did those I did those things, but I wasn't trying to do those things and. You know, really, we, we, we weren't really doing those things, but her timeline is totally correct. And yes, I was there. It's just, it's bizarre. It is a very bizarre thing for you to read. So check it out. All right, uh, we'll put this in the daily show prep again at truth.us for after the show. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your friendly neighborhood radio host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, you can follow me online at dlive.tv slash Casey the host. Okay. That's where the live stream is. You can watch the video. Follow along with us, if you will. Um, Shirley Jackson Lee. That's Representative Shirley Jackson Lee. She's the author of HR 127. And if you seem a little confused because you thought that the author of HR 127 was. Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, you would be right, but that's not what Biden said. All right, I, this, folks, Biden finally decided to go to Texas after fighting it and ignoring it, and actually his policy positions and his emergency orders are what plummeted Texas into the power outage that they were in. Beyond that, he finally went to Texas, and I just I have a little clip. Just a little one of him giving a speech. I would like for you to listen very, very closely at Joe Biden talking. Here he is. Uh, I think he's getting on a plane. He told me last, he came in to see me last event. And Representatives uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinell. And uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, uh, Mayor Turner, Judge Hidalgo, uh, thank you all for welcoming us. And Jill and I wanted to visit Texas today for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, yeah. uh, I think. Yeah, yeah buy, buy a shotgun. Yeah, it's um, buy a shotgun, shoot through the door, couple of blasts. And you know what I haven't done? I haven't played Joe Biden's shotgun song in a while. It's been a while since I've played the shotgun song. I think I need to play the shotgun song at some point, maybe today. Folks, look, I'm not the one saying it. Joe Biden's the one that's running around giving speeches where he says, I wake up every morning and look at my wife and go, where are we? (laughs) This, This guy said, Shirley Jackson Lee, who is actually Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, he did get Al Green right, okay? That's good, so he can't be accused of racism there, but surely Jackson Lee is, she's a race baiter herself. Um, Sylvia Garcia Lizzie Pinelli, excuse me, Pennell? Yeah, she doesn't go by that either. <laughs> Folks, I, I, um, then he says I'm going to lose track, what am I doing? I, I, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Now, I could add on to this. I'm not going to bore you with it, all right? I could add on to this the, I think it was Univision interview that Joe Biden did. Do yourself a favor. Watch the interview that Joe and Jill Biden just did with, I think it was Univision. Just look it up. I'm pretty sure it was Univision. Watch that interview. And the reason that you need to watch that interview is because... Joe Biden continues to make more mistakes. And who is there to correct him and assert herself? Jill Biden. Jill Biden literally is his handler now. That's what she does. She makes terrible papier-mâché projects for the front lawn of the, the White House. And she is Joe Biden's handler. Her job is to make sure that people don't realize this man's brain is not functioning anymore. It, it's it's very telling when you watch that interview, how bad it has gotten. They're probably regretting doing the interview, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, every time he speaks, there's a there's a major major gaffe, and it's not just like a little slip of the tongue or something like that. It's it's there's always something major, every single time. So, I, I don't I don't really know what else to tell you. Um, this is, this guy just, he's not there and they're going to do their best to hold on for two years. Okay. And so I've had some people ask me when I said that before, I had some people ask me why, well, if he gets to two years and then Kamala takes over in his last two years, she's still eligible to run twice. So there's some math. My, my whole question is, can he last two years? And I don't know that he can. I've already covered some of the the articles even politico is starting to say hey this is uh this is a real problem now i'm gonna say this because i called it before and i just want you to because I'm, I'm tired of saying i told you I told you so but when i first moved to town a decade ago i'm interviewing candidate Pete Buttigieg running for mayor and i said he's running for senate he left he left the studio i said he's running for senate and I was corrected by my producer at the time, Craig, who said, no, 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 he's, he's running for mayor. I said, no, you don't understand what I'm saying. He's running for Senate. This is a stepping stone. Now, eventually, the, the path to Senate got blocked, and he had to run for president because he didn't have anything else to do, which got him, obviously, in federal government. I'm saying this right now. You need to listen to me. Look for at some point in the near future for Pete Buttigieg to be a VP nominee. Pay very close attention to this. And I mean it. If Biden gets sideswiped and Kamala takes over, look for Pete to be her vice president. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. All right, so I found the shotgun sh- song, Shong. I found the shotgun song. Now, this this goes back to when Joe Biden was cognizant and was able to speak coherently. And he, he did this anti-gun tour where he said, yeah, just buy a shotgun, shoot somebody through the door. Or, hey, Jill, if ever, somebody here comes to the house, just go outside and shoot into the air and that'll be it. That's all you need to do. So somebody actually turned that into a song. It's called Buy a Shotgun, which, of course, features then Vice President Joseph Biden. Enjoy. I have two shotguns on my home. They're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live in an area that's wooded, somewhat secluded. And i said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. My shotgun. My shotgun. You don't need a machine gun, you don't need 30 rounds Buy a shotgun, buy a, a double barrel shotgun No, you don't need a flamethrower, and you don't need a tank You, you don't need an AR-15. AR-15 to scare those thugs away No, and I don't need a grenade launcher, I don't need an F-15 There's just one thing I need to do, and they'll stay away from me Shotgun. by shotgun, baby You don't need machine gun You don't need 30 gun. rounds Buy a shotgun Buy double shotgun. shotgun Fire two blasts outside the house Buy shotgun, shotgun. Buy shotgun You don't need machine gun You don't need 30 rounds Buy a shotgun Buy a double shotgun a a all right, so there you go. Buy a double barrel shotgun, or, or better yet, buy a three D printer, or many of them. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. All right, so let's let's take a look here. Uh, somebody wrote a, a pretty detailed analysis of uh, I think it was the Federalist. Yeah, the Federalist did a pretty detailed analysis of biden versus trump on national security and it it simply was the first report card on biden which has been disastrous absolute absolutely disastrous so definitely i'll include that in the daily show perhaps you got to check that out um molly hemingway who is one of my favorite people by the way and i've never met her she's just um i approve of her from afar molly hemingway man what an absolute terrible first month Joe Biden has had. Take away the corrupt Democrat media's water carrying, and you have a dark and divisive, dragging back to some of the worst policy failures of the past, all so relentlessly against the American worker, parent, and student. That's hard to argue against that when you look at the overall policies. And look, I, it's cute. I think that the anti-war left is pitching a fit. I think it's adorable. Because the anti-war left hysterically rooted for Biden, who has nothing but a pro-military-industrial complex policy history. He's never been somebody who doesn't want conflict or a war. Uh, and, and look, I'm look, I'm a hawk as much as the rest of them when it comes to the right situation. You, you there are times to use your military. There are times to put your people at risk. And Syria, I've always told you, is not one of those times. It's not one of those places. It doesn't make any sense. There's no reason to get involved in a conflict in Syria beyond killing ISIS. That's it. Which, of course, the Syrians want our help in doing. The Russians want our help in doing. There's no reason to be attacking the Assad regime. It it doesn't make any sense, uh, tactically and practically. So I've, I've maintained that position from the very beginning. And I've told you months ago that if Biden were to get into the White House, you would have a war in Syria. Did I not? Hashtag told you. Biden gets in, it's like the first week, week and a half, American troops move into certain sectors in Syria that they hadn't been before, positioning themselves. Now we've got full-blown airstrikes and and that sort of thing. This is just, it's been a bad first 30 days. And now I'm watching all of these anti-war Democrats out there who are pitching a fit and they just can't possibly comprehend why it is that this guy is doing that. And the thing is, for me, they they actively campaigned against the first guy to not start a war, and as long as I can remember, so it's adorable. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I think it's adorable. But it also goes to show you that tribalism that we talk about, where I'm only I'm only going to believe my side no matter what, and I don't care what the facts say. You don't believe your own eyes. You don't believe your own ears. You only believe what other people tell you your eyes see and your ears hear. Get more coming up, 95.3 MNC.